Hi, this is Adam, a.k.a. Casey Jones from Casey Jones Livewire, and you're listening to Epic Tales from the Sewers. Time for a knuckle sandwich, punk. Welcome back to Epic Tales from the Sewers. I'm your host, Justin. I'm joined by my most excellent host, my most excellent co-host, Mr. Eric Will. How are you doing? Doing all right, Justin. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, our guest today is a very <laughs> special guest. Yeah, he's playing with his beard. <laughs> all right, you maybe have seen him on the TV series Ink Master, where he uh, represented himself as the nerd shop for tattoos, which is right up our alley, Eric. Uh, the owner of a skate clothing company called Firmware and the custom shoe brand Bolaire's, uh, some of which we'll be talking about today, a very talented artist and a purveyor of nerd culture, Mr. Tom Bullman. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks Glad for joining us. Mm-hmm. I, I so the, uh, with the big elephant in the room is that recently I saw like uh, your shoes on Kevin Eastman's feet. So yeah, Kevin right? Eastman has a pair of your shoes, the Bolaire. He's got, mm-hmm. he's got two, two pairs. Two pairs. Yeah, okay. so he's got a, a pair of Last Ronins that I, I, I made for another customer um, that um, when Kevin saw them, Kevin was interested in them. So I asked my customer, you know, hey, can I give uh, him a pair? And he's like, yeah, that's Kevin Eastman, sure. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, can't say no to that. No. Yeah, so I went to Granite no. State Comic Con and I gave it to him there. And then that's also where I gave his wife, Courtney, the other shoes and some other stuff. And then I, I'm guessing by the photo that just was released a few days ago that Courtney had just given him the party wagon shoes, which was really oh, cool. cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I, I it's, it's hard to kind of like uh, I- explain your, your uh, design of these things. But um, uh, when, when did you first start doing these, the, the custom sneakers? Um, I mean, so you know rewind a little bit you know i've been i'm a tattoo artist of 17 years um just now retired um but like if you go back a year and a half ago um well before that i was i've always painted shoes and usually it was like kind of how you see like a lot of people they have a pair of van slip-ons and they'll paint like a design on Mm -hmm. because it's a white shoe Mm -hmm. um i did little stuff like that or i'd have a pair of white leather shoes that i would paint up to look like a captain planet shoes or oh, you know cool. a certain ninja turtle or something like that and when covid hit um where are you guys based out of like what states are you guys in i'm in ohio and he's in ohio, ohio. Yeah. so like in new york uh when covid the shutdown happened it was the first time in 15 years that i wasn't able to tattoo like i had never even taken a week off from tattooing in 15 years so they forced us not to tattoo for i think over four months and at that point um i kind of like i was trying to sell some stuff through my web store like artwork you know like every other tattoo artist in the world and you know it just wasn't making ends meet you know you go from you know doing very large very expensive tattoos to you know maybe selling 10 prints a day and a couple t-shirts so kind of needed to pivot a little bit and i had a friend he's he goes by the name of shoe surgeon his real name's dom he's from the same area that i am we have a lot of the same um, friends 
and he had said, Hey, why don't you try, you know, I know you're not doing anything right now. Like, why don't you, he does shoe surgeon, like courses, like he teaches you how to make shoes, not just like painting shoes, but actually they call it recon. So reconstructing the shoes, like taking them apart, using patterns, using sewing machines and how to build the shoes. Um, and I said, yeah, what, what the hell? I got nothing else to lose. So I uh, basically, you know, took this month course, learned how to do it and just ran with it. And the first shoes I made were the Wolverine shoes. And there was such a huge reaction from that. I was like, huh, maybe I have something with this because before this, like, like you said, I had, uh, I ride one wheel and I had a one wheel company and it was called firmware and it was okay, successful, but, um, and then before that, I had another company because I was in bands for years, and that was called Armvers Hand. And that was, you know, like kind of like, a, have you ever heard of Drop Dead Clothing? Like Bring Me the Horizon? Used to, oh, um, yeah. Yep. It was very similar to Drop Dead Clothing because I was a musician in, in bands and stuff like that. But I was actually just thinking about this the other day with a friend, and we were saying, like, I think those businesses weren't as successful as what I'm doing now. Because I was literally doing something that a million people do, you know, like there's a million people out there that are making T-shirts of their designs and then selling to the public. The thing the thing that caught my attention with the whole sneaker thing was is it was almost out of necessity. Like I, you know, saw this void, you know, to me, it it seemed like Nike has just been like I'm a Nike guy. So but Nike has been very lazy in their concept designs and their um, themed licensing, you know, you, you, they tell you, oh, this is the Marty McFly. It looks nothing yeah. like a, a Back to the Future shoe. You know, this is the the Homer Simpson shoe. It looks nothing like it. it's the laziest, <laughs> the laziest yeah. fan service shoes I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, Do they make assassins. <laughs> yeah, just all of them, just just really lazy, really uncreative. And I was like, so I made the Wolverines in this class because I was like, if I could design a pair of shoes this is what I would want him to look like. So as soon as I, you know, filled that void, I was like, wow, I might have something here. Like, this is like, you know, you always bitch about like, Oh, somebody needs to do that. Well, you know, at a certain point you just got to go, I guess I'm that somebody and I'm just going to do it, you know? And, um, and after that, I think the next shoe I did was like the ninja, you know, the, the actual first version of the turtle turtle van, which was the turtle power back then. And that was more aligned with the movie turtle, um, the, you know, colors, colorway as they call it and uh that just blew off and like everybody was going crazy for that and i was like wow i might have a, w- a way to you know if tattooing doesn't come back i could i could do this and maybe pivot to doing this and for a little while i was kind of doing both i was doing tattooing and i was doing that and eventually like i'm sure you guys all know with tattooers after you know a couple decades your back your back gets really bad and my back is now at the point where it's shot so like you know, I used to be able to sit there and tattoo somebody for 10 hours, you know, torturing them. And now I, I could only tattoo for about two hours and then I'd either have to stop or take an hour or so break. And it was just getting to the point where it was just taking too long to get tattoos done. So I was like, wow, I think, you know, um, a year and a half ago, I was like, this is the perfect pivot point to go into another career where I already have a built because of, I was blessed to be on Ink Master and Grudge Match to have this built in clientele this built-in audience that already likes kind of the nerdy stuff that i do i'm totally mm-hmm. blessed because like they all came with me over to the, this new facet of you know of, of a career and i'm I, I just it's been overwhelming and amazing at the same time so yeah so That's that was so a lot cool. the long answer to your question i've only been doing <laughs> the shoemaking process for about a year and a half so if it shows you how motivated and um i guess professional i am that i've done all this in a year and a half 
I uh, I first became aware of your shoes when I saw the Ninja Turtles uh, version of like the Universal Monster ones. Oh they yeah, yeah, like they had like interchangeable pieces and such. Yeah, I always like so that cool. stuff. It's fun. Yeah, and and I mean like you could go between like the vampire Donnie or the uh, you know the werewolf Leo, and I'm like these are some awesome looking yeah. sneakers. Yeah, super fun. I love Universal Monsters, and I I love their mashup in the '90s. So I thought I thought it'd be a really cool Halloween drop this year. You know. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. What well, um? So what's what's the plans for the new shoes? Because I know you you had talked about some pre order <laughs> that you have going on. What's uh, yeah, so, what's the deal? Yeah, so I mean, I got a, I got. So this is the sample pair. So this is a love little the Krang hat, by the way. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, there's another one of mine. Trigger. Um, this is a sample pair. So when you look at this one, the only thing that's different on this is like the sole is actually the same color as this brown, and then the, the oh, lace, the lining. Oh, it's so. But the thing I loved about it's always confusing. I like that stitch work on there too. Yeah, it's super cool. It's got like this like heavy Ooh. stitching. So this whole thing in the front is kind of to resemble a little. It's a little nod at the movie turtles. Their pads. Mm-hmm. You know what Dude, I mean? that is that is awesome. You know, then it's got. I really love. You know. It's got this. That is, dude. That is freaking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So people, people listening, you can't <laughs> see this. We've got uh, stripes on, and it's not stripes, but like on the back, two different color materials for the yeah. turtles: blue and uh, orange on I one like, side, and red like and, and uh, purple mm-hmm. on the other. Yeah, and these are the actual Pantones that Playmates used back in the day. And the cool thing, oh, so this is really cool. You can kind of see it, but the stitching, the stitching that goes right here. Let me see if I can pull it down. It, it is the stitching of their chest. So it looks oh, like that's cool. Hand, uh, right on the tongue. Man, you were really into detail with this, sick. man. You know, if you want to carry all your weapons, you can just oh, you, here. You no, your was, weapons. Your weapon, your, okay. Your secret ooze. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, I, and on the side of each of them is the, uh, the weapons oh, that looks and like. You won't see this in the advertisement because I really don't want to get sued, but like on the inside, it's got that. Oh, Oh yeah, a little secret, little yeah. secret underneath. Wow, those are extravagant. It, those, it's a good looking those shoe. Are freaking awesome though. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Like, yeah, I mean, I I just made. I've been lucky because it's like I make the stuff that I, I want to wear personally. Like these are always like my dream shoes, and it seems like I'm. I guess I've been getting lucky because everybody's like, yeah, those are perfect. And I'm like, awesome. I guess I'm hitting the right chord if people are digging them. You know. Yeah, this this is the right fandom for that type of stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I showed you my my statue. Like, clearly, yeah. we spend money on this stuff, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, with these, so when you get when you there's two different options. So the first option is you get this, you know, this pair, and like I said, it's each panel has the the four turtles, like you know, one on this side, one on the other side, and the same thing on the other. And then you're also going to get a collector's box that comes with it, and the collector's box, just like the shoes, is based off the playmates card back art so it's got a bunch of that art you open it up and it looks like the card back so it looks like you're you know basically the shoe box is the card art from the playmates toy line so you're gonna you're gonna get that and then if you do the bundle the second option you're gonna get a bunch of stuff which is really cool so the first thing you'll get with the bundle is let me see if i can the communicator pin oh my gosh the communicator lapel pin by my buddy tom he's linked to my thing so that's, I mean, that thing is. That's beautiful. It's an enamel nice. pin. Big yeah. So yeah. you get that, and then you're going to get, oh, and this one, the foot fell off, but uh, you're going to get, let's see, these little mini figures. 
So there's, there's cool. gonna, they're actually going to come in a black bag, and it's a little bit smaller. And then my buddy Retro Saint, um, who's in England, he's doing a hundred figures. Um, and if we sell more than a hundred shoes, he'll do a hundred more more figures. But you'll get a mystery bag, and it will come with. And it's not just the four turtles. I mean, he's doing the entire line. He's doing scratch. What? He's doing ha- half court. He's oh doing Black King. You know, he's doing them all. So you get that. And then, wow. and then I, I've been lucky, very lucky that I got to make shoes for Steve Levine. And yes, he knows. He did He did uh, one of his prints, but he did yeah, it. Yeah. This is the first time ever that you, you'll get it in the Playmates color. Yeah, I've never seen him use those colors. Yeah. Yeah, he says he's never he's never used them before. So that's really cool. And then you, obviously you get his signature, or is it you get a signature on there. And these aren't going to be sold through him. Like they're only you can only get these with the shoes. Wow. That's great. So that's really cool. And then my favorite is the jacket. So. I do like the jacket. Yes. Oh wow. And then it's got the the ooze crew. Nice. Of course, you gotta have the oh, 84. That's... It's got, Bullying. you know, it's got, Damn, dude. I love that, just the, yeah. that right there. The coolest part is, yeah, the, the <gasps> Jimmy Hart. Oh, I just got, I just got cold chills, bro. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I just got cold chills. Is that completely reversed? Yeah, so you can reverse oh, it. Oh, my it's God. Got, uh, black sleeves <laughs> on the inside. That is so cool. And then it's got the Bolaire's logo on the backside, too, so. That yeah. Is- that's high fashion to us. I mean, it's like, yeah. damn. That's what I'm saying. So it goes wow. from like, you know, a really cool uh, hip, you know, varsity jacket, or you can turn it inside out. And it's like a chalk line, you know, one of those chalk line, dra- you know, uh, jackets. <laughs> so it's really cool. Eric's then, swooning right now. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing that comes with it is my buddy Needles, who runs the Party Wagon uh, Facebook group. Uh, he, Needles? He does, to- he does toy photography, and he's including a print um, of the uh, turtles that he did in one of his lairs. He put the- he put these shoes on them, so he's including that with it, too. So, yeah, and there's actually a couple more little things like stickers and some other stuff that I'm, I'm going to throw in the-, the pack, too. So you're getting your bang for your buck. So, like, if yeah, you just get the shoes, you just get the shoes by themselves um, with the box, it's $349. If you do the whole shebang, the whole bundle, it's four ninety nine. Yeah, that the price for the bundle really shocked me because I, I would have thought that the jacket alone would have been like an extra hundred. Yeah, it's just kind of blowing my mind. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'm not making a lot of money on the bundle, but I, I wanted something that was, you know, kind of like a little bit of an upsell, but something that were like, oh, that's totally worth it. Yeah, all that. Yeah, I could do that. You know what I mean? That's crazy, man. Like. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like my jaw is like hitting the <laughs> yeah. floor right now with with, with your stuff. That. Like you are just like those shoes that you just showed, man. I, those are freaking, <laughs> they're they're freaking awesome, man. Like really, really, really are. Yeah, you know, I, just, I I put a lot of passion into it. Like I, like I said, I I, I can tell. I, I wear <laughs> I I I wear the shoes. You know what I mean? It's just like, especially like I do a lot of one-off customs, like where I did like, you know. Voltron, you know what I mean? Oh, very neat. You know, where, yeah. you know, I loved this cartoon as a, as a kid. So when I, you know, when I did it, I put all these little details in there. Like, I think one, with the money you're spending, you really, you got to have someone that has passion and has the dedication um, that wants, you know, you want, I'm making 
nerdy shoes for nerdy people. And I know that they're going to, every little Easter egg, they're going to notice and they're going to appreciate. And yep. I think the, the property deserves that. You know, I get so pissed off when I, I'm on a lot of shoe file, shoe pages and I'm on a lot of Ninja Turtle pages and other collector pages too. But I see like these really, still there uh, sorry yeah, still yeah. There. somebody i don't have my phone on silence so somebody called me um i see a lot of these you know uh facebook groups um where there's just like these horrible brands that are just a lot of them are chinese brands where they're just mm. slapping slapping a turtle you know logo on the side of the yeah. you know, their horrible shoe that and then they're just trying to pass it off for 200 bucks and i'm like that's cra- and I see people buy them and post like check out these shoes. And I'm I, I I try to stay positive. Like yeah, they look great. In my head, I'm like man, that's garbage. Like you deserve better than that, you know? Yeah, I, uh, like uh, Randy, you know Randy MacArthur. Obviously, you do because he bought a pair of shoes off of you. Yeah, yeah. Randy and as well as uh, I know Eric Smith, he got the Kring shoes. Yeah, Eric Eric's amazing, great dude. Yeah, yeah, freaking! I've seen those. I've I've seen your shoes like a long, like a, like a, I want to say about a year ago when I started following you, and like I'm just like, man, I would love to have a pair of shoes, but if I spent three to four hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, my wife's <laughs> gonna kick my ass. Try buying a statue. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I have to say we did spend over a thousand dollars on a comic. So, yeah, uh, uh, well, I mean that's a comic, so. Yeah. But but it is a piece of history too. So is it a comic about shoes? No. <laughs> no. I think the most I've ever spent on a pair of shoes whenever I was in Japan was probably about three or four hundred dollars. Oh nice. What were they? Oh, I can't they were they were like some special Air Force ones that you can only get over there too. Oh, that's awesome. And this was like in like two thousand and <laughs> I used to I used to have all kinds of shoes from whenever I lived over in Japan. Plus, you know, I went over, I was like in Dubai and Hong Kong and all the other places. Yeah, I mean, all of that market, their their shoe taste is so exquisite. And so yes. like they're on, they're on point. So like they, they put us Americans to shame because they, they, they buy. Oh yeah. Shit, you know? Oh yeah. It, it's like, um, whenever I was in Japan, like you could go to like one of their malls, they're like legit, like obviously there's going to be, you know, some fake shoe places and all that stuff, and you could tell which ones are real and which ones are fake. And, um, you know, I used to go into, like, the real deal stores, and you see, and you're just like, oh, my God, why do not we have this in America? Yeah. Like, you know, because I, I lived there for about a year and a half, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be broke over here. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be able to go out and enjoy <laughs> my liberty when we go to, like, Hong Kong or... You know, stuff like that, dude. But like, yeah. But if if, if I end up spending like four hundred dollars, like on a pair of, you know, pair of shoes, my wife probably kicked my ass. I mean, we spent a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And so I, the whole thing. Well, I bought a I bought a uh, some Scotty Pippins, uh, the Scotty Pippin sixes, all uh-huh. red. Yeah, yeah. And and um, my wife, she's cheap. They were originally like 120 bucks, but we only paid like 12 bucks for them because she had coupons and all this other oh, stuff shit. for them. So, nice. you know, okay. that's how my wife is. <laughs> nice. oh, my wife's the same way. I love it. She saves me money. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's awesome. You know, and, and I mean, hey, we're we're in the land of Chicago over here. So, you know, Scotty Pippen shoes would not last. Hey, Pippen, Pippen was my man. I like Jordan. I like some Jordan shoes. I say probably my favorite one was the 16s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm like 
I literally, I, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty classic. The one, the ones are just hands down. Like it's such a, you know, classic look and obviously building hundreds of shoes now at this point and hundreds mm-hmm. of different, you know, hundreds of designs, like it's so versatile and it has so many options. Yeah. That you, can, you can, you know, create something really cool and different every single time, you know? What about the Air Force Twos? Did you ever get it? Did you ever pick up a pair of those? Air Force Twos? No, no. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I do like the Air Force Ones. Yeah. I think um, as far as running shoes, I, I like Air Max. Air Maxes, Max ones. yeah. Yeah, I, like I see. I see you do like a lot of Air Max ones, and uh, well, obviously you're showing uh Air Force One lows for that one set of turtles, which those are freaking yeah. awesome. That was going to um, be my question too, of what those were based on. So, uh, so that's based on the Air Force lows. Yeah. Which which one? The, these yeah, those. Uh, these are SB Dunks. Oh, SB Dunks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So these these are based off of I have patterns from actually like I have. I have a source that sells me his uh, official Nike patterns that they use like in their actual offices. So I actually am able able to get them built around, you know, the actual official pattern. So it's pretty cool. Cool. And I'm an old school skateboarder. So I was very huge into SB dunks for a long time. So I, I, I I like that this shoe is the SB dunk. Yeah. I, 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 for some reason I couldn't, I wasn't a big fan of the dunks air force ones. I was a little bit, of course, you know, you gotta have white ones and you gotta have the old black ones too. So, <clears throat> but, um, uh, yeah, those, I'm sorry, but those are, I really, I really, really like those out of, out of all the ones that like you've done some amazing work, but I say those right there are probably by far my favorite ones right now, just because I got to see them, but also like, the yeah, the cool, shows. The, cool, the cool thing is every, everybody just says how simple they are. You know, yes. like they're, they're very polished, like they could literally yep. be made in a Nike factory, you know. So everybody's like, they just look, it looks show ready, you know. And I, I like oh, that. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, I mean, I like the, I like the deep, like how you showed the details with like the, the front of their, front of their shell right here. Oh, and the, the insoles old, too. The yeah, he does the insoles oh. too. I love it. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Damn. See, see, I couldn't wear the shoes. That's the sad part. I couldn't be able to wear the shoes. I put it up in my my museum. That's a hot mess right now. Well, that's what everybody says. I tell everybody the same thing. Like, listen, bust it out for that Comic Con you're going yep. to. Yep. And then go back Wedding. home, cl- clean them off, put them in an acrylic case, and stick them next to your toys. You know. Yeah, I have a bunch of toys. Yeah, <laughs> they, they look right next to your your figures. Yeah, I got well, figures. I I got wow. games. I got like what was it like? I think I got like thirty games of the turtles. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just recently got the uh, what's the Game Boy one? The Foot Foot Clan one. I got that. I forget what it's called, but I I got that at Retro Game. The, yeah, Revenge of the Foot Clan or something. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I got two out of the three because the, the 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 what was that? What was that last one? Radical Rescue. Yes, that's the. I am one. digging the hell out of that game. I'm, I'm playing it in the Cowabunga collection. That one's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get that collection. It looks so good. The, mu- the it music is. is great. Oh yeah, yeah. It is. Um, we we were just talking about this. Uh, uh, Mike Patton from Faith No More and Phantomus. Oh, yeah. and, and and he did the the song on uh, Shredder's Revenge. So good. So, I, I actually reached out to him uh, two days ago to see if he'd be on the show, but he's not doing interviews at the moment. Oh, but, that sucks. He's, yeah. he's he's a crazy guy. I love it. I, I saw a clip of him doing a full front flip into a crowd of people, and I said, that's a guy I would follow. That's the guy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
So um, you mentioned that you've done some of these custom shoes, right? <coughs> so you, if you've done um, uh, Last Ronin as one. Any plans for something in the future like Pirates of Dark Water or Bucky O'Hare? Anything like that? Uh, Bucky O'Hare is definitely on the docket coming up probably the end of, what is it, 2023 coming up. So end of next year is a Bucky O'Hare. I did just finish, I guess this is an exclusive. Uh, I'm doing an Earthworm Gym. Uh, Ooh, oh my gosh. Cool. Air, Jordan, Air Jordan 1 Lowe's, an Earthworm mm. Gym one. So that's coming out. So that's going to be pretty cool. That's got to be pretty um, sick. Another uh, drop I'm going to have is a Biker Mice from Mars. I'm doing a drop for that. Yeah, and they crossed over with the turtles in the comics. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. So yeah, those are two of the ones that I have coming. I I definitely have some some little niche ones. You know, like when I did the Captain Planet ones, and then I have like your more mainstream one, like Star Wars and um, Marvel and things like that too. So Star Wars is a great thing to have on your sneakers. Absolutely. Well, you can do so much with it too. You can make it dirty and and it just looks lived in. You know. Mm Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's that's great. I, I love them. I mean, these things look amazing. You know, I, I think that anybody that, that wants to kind of get into that niche and all that, is is that something where you're doing um, like customs for it now? Like can folks reach out to you and have you build a, a pair? <clears throat> yeah, so like I open it twice a year. Usually it's January 1st and then August, um, August 1st or the end of August is when I open it up and um usually it's just i'd say like 30 commissions is what i take on for that you know six month time period and then i then i kind of close it up and i I, every day i get messages from people saying oh i want a jurassic park shoe i want this shoe and i'm like oh my god i i want to do that i literally say like i want to do that shoe just hit me back as soon as you see my commissions are open oh wow we'll get you in because uh and i also like to tell them like you know it's a it's a collaborative process you know i uh, just like tattooing you know mm-hmm. i i do my mock-up i send it to them they go oh i like this let's change this and then in the end it's a better piece because it also suits you because you're the one paying for it but it also i feel like you know there's stuff that you are seeing that i'm not seeing and um stuff that you know uh that I wouldn't normally think of. And maybe you did think of that. So it's a really collaborative, collaborative process. And I'm really a lot, a lot happier with how the shoes work, look in the end when we have that communication between each other. And then obviously the, the, they're even more stoked because they got a hand in designing and stuff like that too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What, what's, um what's kind of one of the more obscure uh, commissions that you've done, if you could talk about it. Um, like someone hits you up and they're like, Hey, I really want strawberry shortcake or, you know, oh, something like- strawberry shortcake would be dope. I, I, definitely would. <laughs> want, I definitely would want them to smell. To yeah. Smell could you strawberry. imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying oh, to shit. think, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, just a, uh, just a deep cut is that the captain planet shoes just because like, you know, kids these days they have no idea who that is. You know, oh my gosh, no! And they had a great NES game too. Oh, I mean, it, it was a great cartoon. You know, great cartoon. So I, I think that's like the, I don't know, I think that's the deepest cut that I can think of. You know, and then I, I I've done a bunch of um, weird anime ones like Hunter X Hunter and Tokyo Ghoul and stuff oh, like that. Oh, Tokyo too. Ghoul! Wow. Yeah, Hunter X Hunter is a good show. I just uh, yeah, Tokyo Ghoul is a, a, a family favorite. I think I think my favorite anime shoe I've done is the Akira ones. I'm a huge Akira fan. Really? So, yeah, doing those shoes was awesome. Just had uh, just had artist Mateus uh, uh, 
Santa Luca one. And we were just talking about um, Akira and how much he loves it and how much it actually influenced him and all that. So uh, it, it, it influenced me too. It's such a great movie and a great story and the soundtrack. And just, I remember watching it in, in the eighties on HBO, like, you know, and just being in love with it. So it's a, it's just a great movie. You know, ties, ties to the turtles because Cam Clark did the voice of uh, Canada and he did the voice of Leonardo. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah. All ties together, which is really, really cool. That's awesome. So with, um, with this, uh, what, what kind of, uh, direction do you think that, uh, you can go in for, um, for sneakers? Do you think it's something that would be like, um, you'd eventually have a storefront or just do everything uh, based so, on the internet? Yeah. Like right now I'm actually, I'm in my office, but like, if you know, you walk out the door over there, there's a brick and mortar storefront right here. I have a, I actually have a storefront and you can see, you know, all my samples behind the glass. And then I have all my t-shirts and hoodies. Cause I also do that stuff too. Um, yeah, just uh, my goal would be, you know, to get to the point where, you know, maybe you have a, a store in Los Angeles, store in New York City, store in Chicago, you know, some of these big markets, these A markets. And, um, you know, when I drop these shoes, they also show up at those those stores and then people just show up and buy them there. That would be that would be the dream. I don't know if it would happen, but that would be the might, might be the dream. And then I uh, on top of creating, you know, what the shoes are going to be dropping, you know, I, I still I, my hand is I love the one to one shoes. I love being able to create just that one piece that I get to spend all my time on, put all the details, put all my energy and then give it to the customer. That's got to be so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, imagine. Have, have they shown up at all on a secondary market that you've seen? Um, no, I don't think so, because uh, I mean, I, I've known a couple people that um, in the Facebook groups that basically reached out to me and said, hey, I want to sell these ones because I want to buy your other ones. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of funny, but everybody else, everybody else, like they, from what I know, they've all just kept it because they were so happy with it. You know, I mean, I, I personally don't want to see them pop up on StockX and Flight Club and all that other stuff because, you know, I just I don't like the resale market. You know what I mean? I don't like you know these it's people. Brutal. Yeah, and just yeah. That, and that's why, like, with my drops, like, it's not when they sell out. It's I keep it open for an entire week. And however many sells is how many I make, you know? So like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't, it's not like, you know, yeah. It, November 21st, when the shoes drop, you're not going to get 30 minutes later and say they're sold out. It's not fucking happening. Like you get a whole week to get your money together and buy that shoe. So it's, you know, Monday night at 1159, you can, you can still go and get that pair of shoes. Like wow. cause that's my, that was my biggest complaint with the Nike sneakers app was I have never once won a pair of shoes on the Nike sneakers app. And I've been oh. doing it for years, and I have never once gotten one of these day of drops, and I got, I got fed up with it. So I was like, I will never do that, you know. And the cool thing about pre-order too is that you don't have to worry about them running out of your size because you're you're getting. You're like, hey, I need a twelve, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. The only thing that does suck is you know, um, you know, if you order the wrong size, uh, there's a good chance I might not have a replacement size if you want to go size up. You know what I mean? So sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So. How do the sizes run? Just just standard kind of Nike size? Yeah, they they're made to the actual Nike pattern. So if you know if you wear a nine and a half and an Air, you know Air Jordan one, then this is going to be a nine and a half and Air Jordan one. So, so just go to the store, try on your your Jordans, yeah. and, <laughs> and then that's you'll know. Crazy, that's yeah. Great. That's a good tip too. I didn't know if uh, <laughs> anyone knew because you know it's it's one of those things where you do have a different 
uh, shoe size when it comes to different make and model of shoes. So yeah, and then yeah. I, you know, with the Air Jordan ones, I mean, these, these are SB Dunks, so they're a little bit wider. But with like Air Jordan ones and Air Air Max ones, they're a little, they're more of a thinner shoe. And so you. yeah, so I I, I, I like the, the SB Dunks because they're just a little bit wider, so they're a little bit more comfortable on you. You know, where the Air Jordan ones were made in 1985. You know, they're not as comfortable as the later the later silhouettes, you know. Well, Michael Jordan didn't have a much of a, you know, he was he was just a tiny little thing. And he didn't have yeah. a fat foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, see, so, that, so that's Eric, a, huh. I, I have a question for you. If you had Uh-oh. any any particular design of shoe that you wanted to make custom, that you were going to do that, what would be your your uh, property or anything? Well, I mean, mean, obviously. Are you talking about uh-huh. Well, I, I was going to ask Eric. So, just oh, okay. what would be his his dream shoe? Because he's a shoe guy. My 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 shoe is like oh, now. I'm just I'm going to go. I'm going to go with him to, if he was designing the shue. Yeah, that's that's what we're I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, so I'm going to throw out a couple. To be honest with you. So Kirby, the original Fifth Turtle, or AKA now Slash sneaker, or a metalhead. Metalhead would be dope. Wow. Metal would be real dope. I've done I've done a slash. Did you see the slash I did for a customer? I think I think I think I've seen the slash and going but I would be honest with you, I would like to see a Kirby one. The fifth turtle. That's an obscure one, so that's that's yeah. still pretty cool. So that that that'll be that'll be cool to see because there's not a whole lot of people that that know who Kirby is, you know. And so Obviously, you know, he's slashed now, but, you know, the people that, that do know a little <clears throat> bit of the history, they, they know about Kirby. They know, yeah. So. Yeah. Metalhead metal would be dope, too. He's one of my favorite um, yes. toys. You know, and just the chrome and the oh, shine, too. Mm-hmm. Would be real. And I, I like to do battle damage, so I'd probably put some, some dirt in, on the gear, yeah. make it look really cool. My, my thought would be either um, some sort of Casey Jones version, right? Or the turtle blimp would be a way to go to turtle blimp. Mm. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope. All the textures and all that, and like you have the tip mm-hmm. of the shoe, and it looks like the tip of the blimp. So that might be pretty. Neat. And then you got to put some some bombs on the side. Stuff like of that. course, <laughs> yeah. Foot stinks and all that. So yeah, that would be that would be dope. I'd be all about that. I dude, the thing is, is just so many, so much content, so many like you know things that came out of that whole time period. And they all look good, so oh yeah, all easily transferable to, in shoe form, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, it's it's so funny because you could like literally just go anywhere with it. You're like, I want to do Masters of the Universe. I want to do you know uh, Thundercats. You you do yeah. all this stuff, and and yeah, somebody literally just hit me up about Thundercats and Masters of the Universe today. So yeah, I, I and there's just a million ways there. you can do it. You know, like it's like a tattoo where somebody always goes, oh, I want. You know, a Mega Man tattoo, and I can go. I can do Mega Man five hundred different ways, and it oh, will cool. look different every time. You know. Well, let's talk about your history with tattoos and all that. You must have done your fair Ooh. share of turtles tattoos, right? I've done a ton, a ton. And then the last year of my tattooing, um, I really got to, in, in my prime. I got to do some really cool, cool, like hyper realistic, you know, ones. I did, you know, Mikey with the pizza. I did um, Shredder from Secret of the Ooze. I've done. Oh, we had him on the show. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've done my fair share. That's for sure. I've done the the iconic you know movie poster with all, all their heads are out of the sewer hole. 
Oh, that's a good one. A realistic one of that. You know, I was definitely right before I called it quits. uh, I was doing a lot of hyper realism, realism stuff, and it was super, super fun. Well, it seems like the movie turtles are pretty popular then for tattoos. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cartoon ones, too. You know what I mean? But I I was I, I really like bringing those to life on skin. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Yeah, you, you had me watching all day the uh, the Ink Master, so I was uh, looking at the style that you had and all that, and I was like, man, that's that's really cool, like some of the stuff that we're seeing. It's so I, funny. I can see the cartoons going really well with your style. Yeah, so I, I like actually like trademarked the, 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 the word tattoons. So like for a long time in the, in the community, if you said tattoons, a lot of people just heard that from me, you know what I mean? Um, so it was like just cartoons and tattoos. Um Ink Master was fun, you know. It, it. I, I don't personally think it got to showcase like really my potential, but I just used it as a big commercial. There's eight million viewers every week that were watching you. So, and, yeah. and that one, the selling point for that season was I got to go on. I just opened a new tattoo shop, so I got to go on and advertise my shop. You know, every week for an hour. You know, That's awesome, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> is your shop is your shop still open? No, like, that one. Do you have like apprentices or anything? Yeah, so like that that one um it was open for about 2 years and then we had a situation with our landlord the back the back room had a roof over it and it ended up ended up leaking really bad and the, the landlord refused to fix the roof like he needed a whole new roof and said I don't want to fix it it's not my responsibility. Oh boy. So basically I was just like I'm getting the hell out of here and um he let me get oh, out of my lease. So at that point we moved it back here to Cortland and I ended up um the season after mine there's a guy named Josh Payne and he's the one that actually won Ink Master the, the following season. Well, I ended up opening up a shop with him here in Cortland because um, we're both from this area. So we ended up just doing like a private studio where it was literally like my booth filled with toys and then his booth filled with like Japanese samurai armor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Two completely different people. <laughs> That's Wow, what a, what a weird sort of uh, <laughs> deviation yeah. there. That's, yeah, That's we, we were like the odd couple. So, um, a question about, and I'm sure you've been asked this before, how much of that drama is real on the show? Because it seemed like in the beginning part of the, of the season, it's like you weren't one of those people who was like saying all this stuff and then it kind of rotated who was. I'm like, how much of this is actually real? It's, it's all real. So what most people don't realize is, um, you're locked in a house, like where, you know, we, we live where we film. You know, there's the studio is on the first floor where you do all the tattooing, your all your booths, and then you go up to the, the the third floor actually, and that floor is like the couch and all that area, and then on the other side of the wall is like this big giant open room that has all of our beds on the floor, just a mattress on the floor, 
they lock all the doors. There's no clocks. There's no TVs. They take away your cell phone. You're literally, oh. you're literally in prison. They hit you like The Shining. Yeah, if you want to talk to your family members, you have to go down um, to a, a, a secure room with a guard that basically watches over you while you talk to FaceTime with your wife. Um, so, like, if it, here's a little. Um, the producer of the show was also one of the producers of Jerry Springer, so they know they know how to get you to actually okay. fight with each other, you know. And also, um, there would be certain days where we're filming reality scenes, and they had to meet their quota of like how many fights or arguments they had. Oh and my gosh! If you weren't giving what they wanted, they wouldn't end filming. They're like, you're not getting fed until you give us some more scenes. So then we'd literally just be like, hey, do you want to have an argument? Okay, let's have an argument. And then we would just fight. You know what I mean? So there was a, there was a lot of that. You know, um, is it reality? No, not really. You know, sometimes we, we would, we would literally, me and this uh, Christian Buckingham, we would have like a great interaction with each other or me and DJ. DJ is like one of my best friends and he uh, he was on the show with me. We're from the same city where we grew up. And me and him were fighting nonstop, like on camera. And then afterwards, be like, that was such a good argument. He's like, yeah, man, you really burned me. And like, <laughs> like it's it's just all fake, you know what I mean? But it's it's I I love TV. I grew up with Road Rules and MTV. Uh, oh yeah, Real, yeah. Real World. I do explain that to yep. my kids because my my kids for some reason love Ink Master. It's like their favorite show, and they're it's like, so oh, which one's you? What what year? You know? I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna try to plug my phone in real quick, so because I don't I don't want it to. i need to get my tattoo artist from washington to finish up my leg piece of my turtles oh nice let's see if i can plug this in i need i need to get it done jesse dixon if you ever listen to this get your ass over (laughs) here you'll have to sit you'll sit up (laughs) and be like hey (laughs) yeah he's got master chief in the background there too yeah i got my clowns and then oh yeah but yeah um no, I like I said, I grew up with road rules and and mm-hmm. real world and all that stuff. So I was soaking it up, and eventually, like down the line, even when I'm not making shoes, I want to do documentary films, filming, and uh, so like I was just like in between scenes, I'd be like, "Hey, what kind of camera are you using? Oh, what's that? You know, what kind of dolly is that?" So I was constantly like just asking people questions, and and it was cool. Like you know, I'm 42. How old are you guys? Uh, 41. I'm about 41. to turn 37 next month. Yeah. I'm 42, so I grew up listening to Jane's Addiction. Yep. So to meet Dave Navarro was pretty yeah, that was, cool. and he is the nicest dude you've cool. ever met in your life. Like, um, the day I was kicked off the show after you do your interviews, like I was there for a few more days doing exit interviews, and the day I was leaving, we walked through the offices, and they all had their own little rooms, and Dave was like always getting his nose powdered. I like to joke, but um he's getting his face powdered and he's like, Tom, Tom, I'm like, what's up? He's like, dude, it was great having you on the show. If I'm ever in Syracuse, we got to meet up and have lunch. And you know, sometimes people say stuff like that and you're like, yeah, he doesn't mean it. Like I literally was like, Dave means that like Dave really, if he's ever in Syracuse, I think he would actually meet up with me. You know, that's so cool. Such a jet, all those, all the guys around my season, such an amazing people. So really cool experiences, you know? So, so you said you were a musician. Did you get to uh, see Dave play at all, or, or yeah, we got and the and the finale we got to see um, Dave play the Star Spangled Banner outside in New York City. So that was that was really cool. That's He's, awesome. And then like when we filmed the intro to the show, I don't know if you remember, but it's it looks like there's a bunch of like paint and splatter and all this paint and all this other stuff flying around. Do you remember the intro to the show? 
Oh yeah, I've been watching it all day. So yeah, yeah so like <laughs> that was that was like a whole day of filming, and that was really cool because he's just. It was like we were part of a music video, and I, was, I kept thinking, "This is a James Addiction music video." Down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. It was really cool. Just did the, you get to see James Addiction things. back in the day? What's that? Did you ever get to see James Addiction? No, I I was gonna go to Lollapalooza one year, and I ended up not going because I I would have loved to see them. I I miss them. They didn't play the Lollapalooza because I'm I'm originally from Connecticut, so you know we had Hartford and all that. So by the time they came around, it was like I think it was like Corn and Tool and Snoop Dogg were the headlines, and there was no Jane's Addiction. Just uh, how how long ago did you live in Hartford? I used to play in a band in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh no, kidding! Uh, about six years ago. Uh, so well, do you do you do you do you remember the band Shut Up and Deal? Uh, were you a hardcore band? No, it was like a pop punk band. That's how I know Russ. Lyman. Oh, okay. No, um, no. I if I had seen you, I probably would have seen you at like the Webster or something like that. So, gotcha. did you guys yeah. play uh, Webster area? Yep, yep. There was another yeah. small place we played there too. It was like a smaller, like little venue, and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But there's, yeah, there's was, a couple good places there. But yeah, it, I I love that whole east, you know, uh, northeast area. It's it's a great place to play and do shows. It was cool. I mean, we had like Toad's Place and New Haven and you know all the other stuff. So yep. you know, I I seen ton. Tons of shows back then. It was, it was great. You know, that's cool. Well, so what do you play? Uh, usually it was bass guitar. In a few bands, I played keyboards. And then in the very early years, it was guitar. But I, I played guitar horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you. I, I play bass now because I just, I'm done with it. I'm like, look, I, I don't want to impress anybody. And I'm not good enough at this point in my life. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty awesome a bass player but i'm a horrible guitar player <laughs> just take away two strings and i'm i'm phenomenal <laughs> oh that's that's great and and the other the other great bassist that we had on um was uh we actually had uh the original uh Raphael on oh too. really so yeah ken scott who is now mm -hmm. uh, a bassist as well so uh, he awesome. did he did uh, most of the the inside the costume stuff for uh turtles one and uh, mm -hmm. all of them for turtles two that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. He's also the guy that did the uh, fellow chucker. He was the guy doing the nunchucks. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. awesome. I, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah, that's, see all the nuggets you get on this on this I show? It's, it's fun. You know, um, so with uh, with tattooing, Eric, you mentioned that you have uh, turtles tattoos on your leg. I don't yes, think we've ever discussed that on the show. Yeah. What do yeah. you got? Um, show and right. tell. Yeah. Show and tell. Dun, dun, uh, you gotta start throwing dollars at me, okay? All right. I, can... <laughs> I know it's that kind of show, but that's all right. Uh, I don't know if you guys can really see, but I got like so gray. Looks like uh, maybe the 2003 series. <clears throat> well, do you? I don't know if you guys can really see. It's kind of hard to do because I'm on a laptop. Right. It looks but, like Don, uh, Donatello. Yeah. There's yeah. Donnie Splinter, and then there's Raphael. Oh, nice. Oh, and he's in color. Okay. Yeah. See, what I'm doing is I'm gonna do the the background all like you know black and gray and all that stuff, and then I'm gonna and I'm gonna do the taller the the turtles uh all in color, but they're gonna have all red. You okay? You're in a mirage style. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that's pretty yeah, cool, so. man. But it goes all the way up. This is this is about my wife too. Uh, my wife thought this was funny, but I have them all the way up. Like I have all the turtles on me right now, and you know, I got Leo and I got Mikey up here on my thigh. Now, I, 
we can't show this, okay? <laughs> yeah, please don't. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to show this because Leonardo's sword is literally underneath my butt cheek. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. So I my tattoo artist is, Yeah, so my tattoo artist is kind of tattooed, like, you know what I'm saying? But, oh, I mean, yeah, that's the, always a fun part. I've tattooed under ball sacks. I've tattooed a ball sack. I've tattooed every single inch of a human person's body. So it's, it's yeah. always fun. What's the, See, uh, what's the most challenging? Um, it's, it, uh, to me, it's always the ribs. The, the ribs. The ribs? Okay. Yeah. The ribs, or if it's somebody that they lost a ton of weight and their skin has way too much, you know, like it's just, it oh, doesn't yeah. stretch really well. It's very flabby, you know? That's always super hard because it's like tattooing on a, a wet noodle. Oh man, yeah. I, I've seen people with it like inside their their lips and. I, and I stuff used to like have that. one here. It's gone. It's yeah. gone now. I had, it said three one five, which was our area code out here. That, that's like tattooing like a wet sponge. It's 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 and it's also a novelty. You know, you just get it so you can kind of show people and it, it fades. You go right. away. Yeah, it fades right away. It's, I I know not so much about tattoos because I I've actually never gotten one. It just <laughs> oh, uh, it, a virgin. Yep, yep. You know, uh, it's just uh, that's it's never right. really I'm, I'm done getting tattooed. This shit hurts so much. I'm I'm I'm. I'm Does done. it? <laughs> yeah. My my kid suggested that I get because I'm, I'm a big fan of Jim Henson's A Dark Crystal, and and I oh just my, haven't I found have, the right I one. I have a skexy on me. That see that's that's what I would get. I would get it's the great tickling. conjunction or something like that. But yeah. I just don't. You know, it just hasn't happened yet. So. What did you think of the, the the new show that came out, The Age of Resistance? I loved it more than anything Netflix has ever done. And, and uh, you know, it's okay, so good. So I, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a perfect homage, a perfect uh, uh, meshing of, like, you know, future, like, CGI and then also puppetry. My only one complaint is I wish they would have put – because, you know, when you watch the old movie, and I've seen it millions of times, it had that graininess because they filmed it on film. Yeah, I it was too HD. I wish that they would have either put some type of effect where it looked a little bit more old, old and had scratches or a little bit of dust on there. That's my only complaint. And then the funny that's, thing that's is, a great like, critique, actually, of just put it through a filter. They could do yeah. that now. You know, they mm -hmm. could they could literally just throw that on there and yeah. be like, make it look like it's coming through sand. You know? Yeah. And and then my and I love the show. I thought it was amazing. And then it wins all these awards and then they cancel it. It was the most expensive Netflix production ever made. So, yeah, and I mean, it looks, look at this way. It looks like it. It's amazing. They, they canceled everything. They canceled Cowboy Bebop. And, and it was now, one of those I, things. And honestly, I'm the I'm the hugest Cowboy Bebop fan, and I love that show, too. I thought it was good. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you get to the end, and it's like, okay, that's what you're giving us for Ed. That's fine. Whatever. I'll deal with it. And then it's like, that's all we get. I I'm felt like, so bad for um for that, that actor because the the fans the 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 you know toxic fans they get oh, yeah. that that actor so much trouble and i thought i thought um i can't remember um if if no if, john Cho was the uh spike spiegel yeah john killed it i um i forget who played faye but she she was yeah, great she, she was good she jet was really black, good jet black was a jet black was how he should have been it was my only my only complaint is um vicious like i yeah I, he seemed really cheesy you know he didn't seem brutal you know what i mean he seemed like i thought it was like a john ham look-alike kind of yeah a little like, bit yeah but i i mean i i get that for a critique but i'm like this is not a bad adaptation of an anime no. property I, and and the special effects were amazing. Yeah. The, inside the ship was amazing. 
And it just goes to show you, like, it, the whole week that it came out, it was, like, almost almost number one every day. And then yeah. just because of the outcry from the stupid fans, they canceled it, like, less than a week later. It said it, was, it, it wasn't renewed for a second season. I'm like, The fans crazy. that always think they know what they want. But, I mean, look at Masters of the Universe Revelations when that came out. Everyone's panning, oh, it's going to be a stupid Tila story. Well, did you actually watch it? Because it was amazing. Yeah. You know? It yeah. was really good. And and I mean, Kevin Smith knew what he was doing when he did that. And I actually it, like, you know, the, the, the CGI show that came out at the same time? Mm-hmm. The little kids one? That show's great. Have you watched that one? Yeah, I, I've watched probably the first five episodes. And, yeah, it's um, great. What shocked me was the way that they did Ram Man and Mechanic. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, yes. oh, this is really and actually cringer too. It was yeah, it's a good show, you know. Great show, great show. It, it, it the animation reminds me of Troll Hunter. Oh end. yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh throwback too, but uh, not not as as uh the the same. But you remember reboot way back? I love reboot. I uh, what was it? Um, those would be cool shoes, by the way. Reboot. Oh yeah, shoes? dude. I did. I I a while ago when I tattooed, I did. I drew. What was what was the kid's name? That had the red hat on. Do you remember that kid's name? Yeah, yeah. I his yeah, name's escaped his name? escapes me right now, but but uh, I somebody requested that for a tattoo and I drew it up for them and they ended up being a no show and I was really bummed because I was like, oh my god, I really love Re- reboot a lot, you know. That would have been so cool. Yeah. So I'm getting a reboot tattoo, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that is fantastic. So um, let's see. We we had talked about uh, just kind of some of these things. Um, we didn't get to talk about your favorite turtles and how you got into turtles, which yeah. is kind of our our bread and butter. Yeah. We're, we're, what's your history with the turtles? I mean, I'm probably like a lot of you guys, where I just remember in the '80s, I definitely wasn't exposed to the comics at all. I just remember, you know, um, what was it, Fred Fred Wolf? Is that his, yep. the guy that made yep. the cartoons? I just remember turning that on right before Christmas or might have been in the, in the new year and seeing, you know, the, 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 what was it? Five episodes or whatever. And being like, I don't know what this is, but this is amazing. I, yeah, this is like, good. Just <laughs> the, op- the opening scene alone, like the opening introduction was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember like going to the toy store and seeing them on, on the shelf. And I'm like, I always, for some reason it was like, I always, Donnie was my guy. Like Donnie's my turtle. Like I love Donnie. It's, it's like that sometimes. I'm that way with Leo, and he's that way with Raph. Yeah, and, it, and a lot of times it's like personality, too. Like, I'm kind of like, I always thought I was like the kind of techie, but still nerdy outcast of, of the nerds, you know what I mean? So, like, I guess that's how I relate to Donnie, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just remember going to the toy store, getting them, just looking at the packaging and just being in awe because the packaging was just something you didn't see like that, you know what I mean? Just grabbed your attention. Yeah, I remember cutting those little uh, bios out of the back. Yes. Was, I, like all the little cards that you had. Yep, I cut those too, for sure. And actually, like, I'd keep the card backs and all the things would be cut. And I have those in a little pile, but I'd have all the card backs, like, stacked up. like you know Oh, I mean? no kidding. So you yeah. keep those too. Yeah. Yeah, they, they oh. sell nowadays. Like, the people will be are oh, still yeah. buying those. And then I just I just remember after that, at any birthday and any Christmas, I was like, just give me Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? So I just remember getting every vehicle i think my favorite vehicle was the you know the the helicopter with the little punching hands yeah yep yeah that's that's my favorite vehicle i remember getting that and just i love that one we had uh we had a guest on i don't i don't know if you are familiar i'll show you the book um one of our guests did this sort of big compendium it's called rad yep. classic 
Yeah, right? it, that, that book is great. I don't I don't have one, but I've seen it in person, and it's a great book. Yeah, it's cool because it also has like everyone that they've ever done in it. So you can go like, oh, well, what did they make in you know 1992? Well, here's all of them in there. Like, yeah, oh. and that's some a, of the stuff that a, was never released. Yeah, such a good book for sure. Yeah. So Donatello's your guy, which is which is great. Um, in in the movies, he was the skateboarder, so that's that's pretty cool. That's that. Yeah, that and I, in the movie, in the first movie, I loved it was Corey Feldman that did the voice, so mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Um, I would say as far as bad guys, it, the toy wise, I was either Baxter Stunt. Baxter Stockman or Scumbug, you know, those two are (laughs) my favorite and they're almost the same character, but uh, those, those two are my, my favorite villains from the toy line back then. Yeah. Human, human Baxter in the comics right now is, is uh, he's the mayor of New York and all that. Oh, my favorite voice to do out of all of them is I, I love doing Baxter Stockman. He just chews scenery. It's awesome. Yeah. He's fun as a fly too. Like I love him in the video games, especially where he's got like this one gun that makes a hand that comes out and smacks you. It's so good. I can, yeah. I can, I can hear the music in the background in, in, in my head right now. Like the, you know, where they're fighting in Turtles in Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so that, good that's that. the other thing is like just playing the NES game and the arcade oh, game and all these other ones that were so fucking hard, especially the first one. I to this day I still haven't been able to get past the damn. You know where you? I beat it. You beat it? Yeah, I finally he's a I, monster. Oh my I, god. I, I still can never get past the damn damn. <laughs> I saw this great meme about uh, so where do you think your anxiety begins? And it shows a picture of the turtles swimming through the dam <laughs> defusing all the dynamite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So so yeah, you 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 have kind of like humble origins with the turtles where it's like you got in through the, the toys and the cartoons and it just made this lifelong love. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. the, you know, and then, and then throughout the years, you know, I've been lucky enough to have friends that have the original Mirage comics, and I've been able to look at them and and read read a little bit, and you know, and I, I fell in love with those too. I love the the look and the feel and the, the themes of the original ones too. You know, I would love to have my hands on, on you know the first four issues would be freaking great. You know, like like this guy sitting right. Oh, here. you have one. You have the. He the does. Four issues? <laughs> I have I have issue one, two, three, four. But the, here's the whole thing is that my issue one's a second print. It's CGC right now. It's signed by Kevin Eastman with four turtle heads on it. That's awesome. But it's a 6.5. I got issue two, but it's a third print. Issue three, which is a third print as well. Issue four, I got the second print, which obviously that's inside your coat. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Michael Dooney artwork. Oh, absolutely love it. That's one of my favorite things. Hang on. Yeah. Let me see if I can take you over here and I'll show you. You got uh, you got it out so everyone can see it. You better have uh, it. Out. <laughs> I'm oh, sure he absolutely. does. I mean, his whole room is like a turtle. Yeah. So. Yes, beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. There's my Dooney. And that's the same cover as as the uh, NES cover. So yes. And then obviously, oh yeah, there you are. So that's uh, what printing is that? Second. Second printing of number one. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. The cool and, thing at that at that Granite State Comic Con, I was hanging out with Steve Levine in his booth and his wife in their backpack. They had a graded first edition number one CDC graded, mm-hmm. and and I was like, wait, what? Can I see you that? You buy a house with that? Yeah, and she's like, oh, here, check it out. And she's like, don't worry, we're watching you. And I was like, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not going to steal it. But they they brought it in case somebody did make an offer because they have a couple of them apparently. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. this is fucking amazing, you know? Yeah. 
so I got to tell you, I'll tell you my story of having a first print in my hand. <laughs> um, you know who Michelle Ivy is? Yeah, I know Michelle Calabunga Cup Corner. Yep, yep. Okay. So obviously we all know about her. She's an absolute legend in the turtle community. Yep. Um, so I went, I've, I've met her twice. I met her at Columbus comic con and I've also met her at Lexington. The first time I met her at Lexington, you know, and we've talked online and, and she has like a personal discord that we, we go in there and we talk to her. Um, so I met up with her in Lexington and, you know, of course, you know, it was the first time my son meeting Eastman and I met Eastman just to be my second time. So I seen her and we were talking and she was going, she was showing me her portfolio where it has, you know, you got, you know, Eric Talbot or you got layered or you got, you got this Everything. huge book. That's like half a million dollars, like a half a million dollars worth of artwork. This is just one book that she has. She pulls out first print issue one slaps it right in my hand. Oh, jeez! And I'm like, what are you doing? I said, why don't you get this graded? Get it sealed. Oh, it wasn't even graded? Nope. Oh, my God. Nope. Laid it right in my hand oh, and put great. it in my hand. First print. And I asked her, you know what she told me? She told me. She was like, I can't touch it. I can't actually touch the book to know how it feels. And I was like, I can't. I, 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 I can't, oh, I can't, ar- I can't argue with that. That's why she's not getting it graded because she yep. wants to be able to feel the pages. I get that. Yeah, yep. it's like uh, yep. that old episode of The Simpsons where they're reading Radioactive Man number one, yeah. and they sterilize the <laughs> the tweezers to turn the page. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I totally get that. That's, yeah, that's, and- that's, I mean CDC, CDC, CDG is great, but like. You won't, you can't actually touch the touch the things. You know what I mean? Do you, you want to have an extra copy? It? I mean, yeah. And and plus, like to be able to open it up and see that front cover where there's nothing that says it's second print or anything else like that. That's a truly special thing to be able to do. I, yeah, I do. Yeah. I will say though that particular book could literally buy you a house. Oh, yes. so, you know, it's like first or yeah. nice, a nice down payment on a really nice house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, you, yeah, you meet Michelle's sister? Um. She goes out with her a lot of times. Her sister is amazingly talented too. Her sister, um, she showed me like where so she works at Disney now and she makes all of like the sculpting, all the props for Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, wonderful. And, and a bunch of other stuff. And her stuff is amazing too. Yeah. I I've met um I wanna say I met her aunt. I think I met her aunt. Her aunt was with her. I mean, I know I know that uh Michelle, she's uh she has uh, problems getting around sometimes, and you know she rides around on her scooter a lot whenever she's at Comic Con. A rascal, yeah. Is that a rascal? Yeah, she is it? absolutely like amazing, and like she, I, she has no idea what she's done for the turtle community. I mean, oh, yeah. she does, but she, I mean, she's just by far like one of the most humble people. Yeah, you know, I alongside with Kevin, her when she was on that show about the Ninja Turtle fanatics, the Toys of Made Us. Oh yeah, no, not it's, even the Toys uh, of Made Us. Fred Willard. Oh, the Fred Willard one is yeah. where I saw her first, and I was like, I don't know who this is, but this girl loves Ninja Turtles more than me. So you know, like, and she was all in. So I was like, this girl. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known about her 
Um, I've known about her for years. Like, I remember hearing about her whenever, I want to say, I was living in Pittsburgh, and that was, like, in 2009. Yeah. Like, I've, I've known about her for years, and I have to say, you know, finally meeting her, like, she's a freaking legend in the turtle yeah. community. Like, if anybody can put anybody in the turtle history, you know, <laughs> yeah. between, you know, the, the original Mirage and whoever played in the movies and the cartoons, like, she's up there with them. I, I would put her in the same category as, like, you know, if there's, like, a Hall of Fame for the OG uh, fan, you know, oh, yeah. she's number she's number one. You know what I mean? Absolutely. She's the first one. Absolutely. I said that to her, and she, and she rejected it. She said, the Turtles are for everyone. There can't be a number one fan. I said, okay, but if okay, there but were. It, it, the, the, uh, people's, the people's poll will, will definitely yeah. say Michelle Ivey. She got my vote. I mean, yeah. You know, and and uh, Michelle, if you're listening, it's it's overdue. We got to get you on. You know, absolutely. Um, I need on. to message her. I, I love, need. I, I love listening to her talk. She's just so informative and. Genuine. Oh my god. Yeah. She could write a book about turtle history. I'm sorry, but you, but it's you know that's the whole thing. Like she hung out on movie sets. She hung out. You know, at she really didn't hang out with Pete a whole lot, which is kind of shocking. You know, because I know that she hung out with you know some a lot of the Mirage people and stuff. And like, I mean, she's just. It seems like a lot of people didn't hang out with Pete though a lot. He's very kind of quiet. Yeah. To himself. Very secluded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kevin. Kevin is outgoing. You know. I mean, they. You know, opposites attract, and I think that's yeah. what made Kevin and Pete. You know, made this whole thing. I mean, it's just they were the odd couple, and it worked. You know. They. What I mean? Yes. Yes. You guys remember Absolutely. when Kevin bought a tank? That's yes. awesome. That is yes. like that is like the coolest thing. I'm like, I'd buy a freaking tank, sure. <laughs> you know? I'm a Sherman tank. <laughs> so also too, so you you guys have obviously watched the Turtle Power documentary. Oh yeah, I know that there's another one coming out. Has have you guys heard any, anything about the production of that and when that's coming out? No, but you just reminded me. I should actually reach out about that because we, we I did have a friend that I went to high school with that was actually in that. He was one of the guys that uh, they talked to at the con. So oh, nice. I should uh, I should reach out to the producer because the producer was actually a director of the last um, not the Michael Bay, but uh, some of the other turtle stuff. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So I was like, oh, cool. I should definitely talk to them. Yeah, because Steve Levine told me that they filmed a bunch of stuff for the new doc, the new, the, you know, Turtle, Turtle Power 2 documentary, and I was like, oh. I want I want to see this. Cause that, oh, definitely. Because I guess they're going to be talking more about the 2012 and onward, you know, with some flashbacks and stuff, too, but... Oh, good. Yeah, yeah you got Turtle I, Power I loved, right there? That was a great movie. I love. Yeah, I, loved I, I, I loved it as soon as... Because it came out... I want to say it came out the same day after the Turtles, the Michael Bay movie came out. I or the same day. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I told my wife, I was like, this is something that I got to get. Like, I absolutely have to get this just because of the simple fact of, I mean, it's it's the history. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, I'm a really, like, I'm a creature of habit. And when I'm here in my studio, like, working on shoes, I, I turn on stuff that I've seen a million times. Because then I while I'm working on the shoes in my head, I already know what the scene is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm always watching the turtle power documentary because i've seen it a million times i'm watching the funko documentary have you watched that yet oh i've not seen that making, making fun look it up on um youtube just um, type in funko documentary it will come up it will say it's in spanish it's not in spanish just the subtitles are in spanish 
it's an amazing documentary. Um, and then my go-to show that I've seen hundreds of their episodes is the Game Chasers. I don't know if you ever follow them. Game it's Chasers. Like no. The Game Chasers. Yeah, it's like American pickers, but they just go around to flea markets and people's mm. houses and they buy you know video games and then they they have an offshoot one called the to- toy uh the toy chasers oh okay is uh, this on amazon? Okay. what's that is that that on amazon uh it might be on amazon now okay. but I, I, it's all on youtube i know that oh, on and youtube then, okay yeah yeah no i've i've uh i've seen that i think uh one of my buddies uh sold them something i don't know nice. if they made yeah the show, so but... i watched that i recently got into uh ed's retro life i think it's called or ed's Ed's geek, a geek something. Uh, it's like uh, this guy from Belgium, and he kind of does the same thing. But he's like, whenever he goes to like Ed does Mexico, and he goes in, and he went to Mexico, and he found all these really cool collectors, and you know, go, I, I like to watch people go to toy stores and oh yeah, know, the cool stuff that they find and stuff like that. Um, that's a lot of stuff I watch here. Go to Goodwill, you can find all kinds of stuff. Oh, dude, a lot of good toy stuff out here never in Chicago, it. man. I found one good thing at Goodwill, and it was a turtle clock. I don't know. I right now, like my room's under construction because I got to do some painting because I just got some shelves done. Hang nice. on, I'll show you. I got like, my uh, was a twelve inch Hellboy at Goodwill. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Now oh, what these, do you get there? these shelves right here. Pizza. Oh, wow. Pizza slices. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's really yeah, cool. see. As you can tell, I gotta I gotta do some painting and stuff no, it's cool. <laughs> but like, as you can tell, Damn. this orange, purple, <laughs> that's yeah, Chef Boyardee up there. That's so dope. Uh, no, that that's Kraft macaroni and cheese. Is I actually oh, okay. got the I got the <laughs> four I got all four boxes of the turtles. Like, it's I have like like I know that you talked about like you have you have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff too. Like if. There's three shelves that go all the way up there. That alone up there is probably between two to three hundred figures just itself. That's that's, awesome. that's where you put your sneakers. In your acrylic. oh no, my sneakers. If <laughs> I it, if I was to ever get a pair of sneakers, I would probably have its own little 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 shrine, some kind of uh shelf that I would put them on because I have a guy that's doing like specially made shelves. He's gonna end up doing like I have this wall right here. Where oh, the art wall, yeah, that's cool. This this wall right here, I you know who Mike Ruth is? Uh, doesn't sound familiar. He was at Granite. What? He won. He won he was, the belt. He, he won the belt. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yep. The big beard guy, him. Yeah, yeah. So this is like his artwork and stuff. Oh, wow. And this is like the Ronin that he did. Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, this whole <laughs> this this whole this whole shelf right this whole um wall right wall. here. Yeah. I'm gonna get it specially. You're gonna get it like specially done, uh, like all the way down, and it's gonna have like a little thing where I can open and close, and I can just pin up this artwork. Oh, that's it. cool. Yeah, that's, that's really fun, man. So, I have something like that in my shop. So I collect animation cells from the '80s and '90s. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like down one whole wall is like Captain Nintendo, and yeah, that's the know. ones that I bought. Yeah, uh, I was happy. Okay. I got a Simon I got, Belmont. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a uh, Captain N with his jacket and his gun. I got uh, Beetlejuice. I got, um, oh, got I got Monster. I got Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Robocop. You know, I got a bunch. You uh, you going through Animation Legends? That's where I got mine. Uh, I've been there. I haven't bought anything from it because I always I get really lucky and I go to toy sh- shows and comic cons and I'll just find people randomly selling them for dirt cheap. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of Captain N. That's that's one I should have mentioned for shoes. That would have been fun too. Yeah, I, I would say that that's a deep cut if you can do Captain N because like not a lot of people know, but I, I know about him or remember him. But I love that show. That was so, good. It was a comic too. Uh, Valiant Comics had it in uh, maybe 1991. Yeah, and it didn't last long, but yeah, yeah. I would say Captain N. And then my other love of toys would be either Visionaries or Sectors. <sighs> Damn, visionaries! Yeah. How would you do the? How would you do the holograms? I mean, I I'd, I'd find somebody that does holograms and stick the hologram on there, man. You got you, like, and then you got to cover it, right? <laughs> yeah, that that was my biggest complaint with the Super Seven um, Silverhawk toys as they made the Ultimates. They weren't chrome. chrome they weren't yet. chrome. How do you yeah. make Silverhawk with no freaking chrome? Did you get any of them? No, I never ordered them. That was that was the deciding yeah. factor. like you're not gonna. They're beautiful, them. but the uh the monsters right are really cool and and um the the big guy that they had monster or whatever yeah uh, with the he throne. was great with the you throne know. and stuff but th- but he's not chrome so it doesn't matter no he know? wouldn't have been chrome anyway yeah i, like, I had I, the buzzsaw guy the yellow yeah, and I think uh, everybody had that he was like the yeah. throwaway villain that everybody I, had, you know? <laughs> I think i got him at a nobody beats the wiz yeah <laughs> man yeah. that that takes me back there yeah, but I, it, like that was my like I love all of Brian Flynn's and um, Super Seven stuff, but that was the one where I was like, if it doesn't have Chrome, I don't want it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the Super Seven Ultimate Turtles that came out. And I just I just oh, picked I got up the uh, the Leo. Yeah, I got them. I got yeah, I seen I seen a couple of them in the background. Yeah, it's probably kicking around over here next to my Usagi. I'm glad and... I'm I I love them. They look amazing. I'm glad I don't take them out of the box cuz from what I hear that they're wobbly legs and they don't stand up whatsoever. So. You know, someone said that about Leo. I don't think I've had Yeah, I I definitely did not have that issue with Okay, with you don't got Leo. wobbly legs. That's good. No. You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, it's and that's that's one of those <laughs> things where it's like sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. And yeah. and I wouldn't I wouldn't disparage anybody who got them because I've seen it. And if anybody buys the McFarland figures, I mean, you got to glue those ankles for that thing to actually stand up. Yeah, you know, just coming from like the backs, like knowing the back end things, like you know, it's it's got to be so hard on that scale to have production quality, like be so so consistent across the board. So, like, I give you know NECA and Super Seven and all those guys a lot of, I give them a lot of um, like support because it's got to be hard. You know what I mean? Because you you could have. A hundred figures that are perfect, and that yeah. one figure that has loose legs, and that one guy's gonna yell more than those other hundred people praising you. Yeah, you, know? you hear, you hear more. You, that's you know, that's the sad part about that, about this business is that you'll hear more, uh, more negative than positive. I mean, word of mouth that's, is crazy. Yeah, that's really why I love. So I'm an I'm an administrator, um, on the Facebook group, the Party Wagon, TMNT mm-hmm. Party Wagon, with my buddy Needles, and that's the reason we really love that Facebook group page not to say all the other ones are bad either because i follow them all you know you check out epic shells yeah Yeah. that's that's our group yeah Yeah. and uh but uh i really love especially our facebook group because everybody's so positive like we got really tired of being on a lot of these like not even just ninja turtles but other facebook groups where they're just so toxic yeah yes i like that there's a lot of this big upheaval of People trying to be more positive, whether it's your group or, or the face, you know, the TMT party wagon group, like everybody's coming together and just being more positive. Even if I, you know, someone will post like a Michael Bay toy on there and, and you know, any other group, someone would be like, screw that shit. And we're like, hey, man, it, if you like it, that's cool. That's all. That's an awesome figure. Yeah, you know the, I mean? the, that's your, it, that's that's the whole thing. That If that's your thing, that's your thing. Like if you 
I was always told if you ain't got nothing nice to say, then don't say it. Don't at all. say anything at all. But the problem with the internet, especially Facebook, is they feel like they have these, this microphone and everybody needs to hear yeah. their fucking opinion. And we don't care about your opinion. We don't want to hear it. Just, <laughs> it's, you, it's if tough, you got dude. nothing nice, like you just said, good Eric, vibes only. Nice good vibes it's only, not, man. It's not necessarily your place to, you know, insert your feelings about this one particular thing. Yeah. And, like, and I mean, I, I like we go through say, that like, on a daily basis yeah, with on, people. On my Instagram, mm-hmm. if someone comes on there and they're talking shit, you know, I'll either comment back nicely and just be like, listen, this is my platform. I'll say whatever I want, you know what I mean? And then if they if they're still coming back and replying with heat, then I'll just delete it and block them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Good if I'm you. coming on to their page and talking shit, then they can come back and say, "Hey, this is my platform. This isn't yours. Go on your platform." You know what I mean? So That's a that's a really uh that's a really mature way to look at it too. Yeah. You know? That's good. And and I mean as a business owner, I mean that's a that's a great way to put a positive foot forward for your stuff and your art. Yeah, that's cool. Well, with, with that, since we're we're kind of running short on time, um, I I have a couple links up here. I've got at bull underscore airs or official bull underscore airs or bullairs.com. Those are the uh, the best places for people to reach out to you. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, the, you just nailed it right there. That's the place. And uh, this coming Monday, November twenty first, noon Eastern Standard Time, the um, classic toy colorway also known as the playmates colorway goes live and that will be for an entire week so if you get paid on friday don't worry you still get them um and that will end on the 28th you know cyber monday at eleven fifty nine. so is it a is it a deposit or is it the full payment up front it's the full payment up front but we do have um we we take afterpay so like i don't know if you've ever used afterpay but it breaks it into four payments so you don't have to do all of it at once oh cool yeah that sounds incredibly reasonable and and um Mm -hmm. i I hope some folks uh go into that because those are great looking shoes thank you yeah and just so yeah it it is a pre-order and they're made to order so you know um if anybody's thinking they're gonna buy it you know on the 28th and it's gonna be there before christmas it's unfortunately not i wish it could be it's gonna be shipping like the middle of january is when the actual orders are gonna ship so you take a picture um, of it and you put it in a box yeah. and you say this is what you're getting there you go exactly yeah it's, it's it'll be worth the wait like i always have to preface stuff like that because even though it says it in the in the in the caption it's amazing how many people don't read the captions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was for an action figure. No, yeah, this is that, a real person's shoe. Yeah, yeah. The, the, to be honest with you, to hear that they're made to order, and but you know, as just just me personally, the 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 work that you put in, the, the stitching that you do to it, the the details that you put into it. I'm sorry, but I mean. It's great. if I if I had to, I'd 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 wait six months for it. You yeah, know. I appreciate that. You know, you know what I'm saying. I mean that that's that's something that that is something that that for me, it like, you know, if you want good work, you want good like I wait. Yeah. I you know if you want good artwork, you want a good tattoo artwork. I mean, you're going to have to pay a pretty penny. Yes, yeah, so. you know, uh, what is it? Uh, was it uh? Good art isn't cheap, and cheap art isn't good. You know what I mean? Yep, <laughs> exactly, good, exactly, good exactly. And you know that's why you know me personally, I've my tattoo artist. I was in the Navy over. Uh, I was stationed in Bremerton, Washington. Oh, and, Bremerton! That's my favorite punk band of all time. Is from MXPX. I don't know him. Don't know oh, him. My, my, my tattoo artist might know him. My tattoo no, artist might know him. 
they literally had when they um, started in the '90s. They had a, a song called "Move to Bremerton." It was like the theme song to that that town. Oh shit! Yeah, Definitely I always confuse them and No Effects for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I was there. I was uh, I went there and I got this one guy. He was an apprentice, Jesse Dixon. He was an apprentice, and I, I started I, out. Maybe that's why I remember that because when you said the name, I think he tattoos MXPX. He might have, but I know yeah. he's tattooed. Um, cool. He tattooed this one guy in the NBA. He's not in the NBA anymore, but it was uh, he actually played uh, Pee Wee basketball with him. He That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but um, I ended up moving to Pittsburgh because I got out of the Navy because I moved to Singapore and so on and so forth. Long story. But I ended up flying him out to like Pittsburgh like four times. Oh, wow. Pittsburgh. And then after that, you know, this one chick, she flew him out to, like, South Carolina, like, two or three times. And then the, uh, Lake Tahoe. And then, you know, he just started going. He just started traveling and stuff, you know, everything. I mean, he, he does amazing artwork. And everybody has, I mean, there's a lot of great artists out there. And there's also a lot of not so great Bad. artists. Yeah. So, you know, for me, the, the flying, you know, he's done, he's done a full back piece on my back, which that's about, like, Close to forty hours. I was gonna say forty did. hours, probably. And then he's did my leg piece. He did a piece right here and stuff. And he did one of my stars uh, on my hips. You know, of course, yeah, you know. You, you obviously realize that you know he's worth it and mm -hmm. you know quality. So yeah, and he's he's also did my wedding ring. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's cool. Me and yeah. my wife, me and my wife's wedding ring. So yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> So like just going back to what you said, you know, you know like it, it, if you want it, you're gonna pay for it, you're gonna wait for it, and it's gonna be quality, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. from 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 what I see, <laughs> sorry, top notch. I mean, I mean, the, the just just what you show right there, and, and it's just like holy crap, like so much detail, so much Easter eggs too, as well. Yeah. Look, look, beautiful. Look. Yeah, I see like that's that that little stitch that brown stitch right there in the front by the check right there. That I mean that really just yeah. stands out to me and it it's just like but it's just wow, beautiful. Thank we'll you. have to get a we'll have to get a picture that we can uh, share up there on the uh, Yeah, they're right on my there. page if you just want to grab them. There there's some really my I got a photographer named Jesse uh Jesse Towers and he does them all and he he kills it. That's yeah. perfect. Most All right. With that, uh, I want to I want to thank our guests for being on, and uh, thanks Tom for being here so much for being so yeah. generous with your time. Yeah, and all thanks that. for having me, man. I I love to talk about all things nerdy, so this is this is perfect. And for <laughs> uh, for our uh, YouTube listeners, thank you for uh, listening and watching and all that. You got a real treat today to get to see everything. And for our audio listeners, I will be right back with our pizza recipe of the day. It's pizza time. And now, in a segment that we call Pizza Time, where we discuss any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or pizza-related food, I give you Pizza Time. Hi, everyone. On today's Pizza Time, I was trying to find a recipe for this uh, amazing pizza that I saw from this place called uh, Tony Bologna's. It is a pecan pizza pie. But I could not find the recipe, so I just want to tell you about the pie, and then I do have a recipe for buttermilk pizza crust. So this truly nutty pie features savory buttermilk pizza crust, a thick bourbon-infused tomato sauce, creamy mozzarella, fennel-dusted pepperoni-flavored pecan halves topped with spicy balsamic pizza pie glaze, pecan pie glaze. 
Additionally, each pecan pizza pie comes with a standard pecan pie for a drool-worthy pie. You can get this at a place um, called uh, Tony Bologna's. But um, it's uh, a place in Jersey, and they've been featured on the Food Network and all that. And they have um, the original, I guess, taco pie. So, But uh, with that, I want to give you my contribution to this. Uh, so you can make pecan pie pizza all you want. It's buttermilk pizza dough. This dough is really good. It's uh, It takes about 30, one hour and 30 minutes with six ingredients. So the ingredients, three quarters cup buttermilk, room temperature one tablespoon of olive oil, one-fourth teaspoon of salt, one-fourth teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon active dry yeast, two cups of bread flour. Directions. Dissolve one package of yeast in one-half cup plus two tablespoons of lukewarm water. Step two. Place flour in a bowl of the electric mixer. Step three. Add dissolved yeast, oil, buttermilk, baking soda, and salt. Step four. Using a dough hook, mix well at about medium to low speed until all ingredients are incorporated. Next, increase the speed to high and mix the dough for four to five minutes. Step six, dust or oil dough ball and place it in a large bowl and cover it with plastic wrap to proof. Step seven, let it rise in a warm draft-free place for one to three hours. Step eight, a bread flour is higher in gluten and will give this crust a nice crisp texture. Step nine, Bake it at 400 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes or bake at 500 degrees for 12 to 15 minutes. And that's my contribution to this recipe, the buttermilk pizza dough. Good luck, everybody. And hopefully uh, let me know if you do try to make the pecan pie pizza. Cowabunga, dudes! Thank you for listening to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. This podcast has no affiliation with Eastman, Laird, Mirage Studios, IDW Studios, Archie Comics, or Nickelodeon Studios. This podcast is a member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Check out thedorkening.com for other podcasts. Epic Tales from the Sewers is recorded by Justin Cooper and Eric Will. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons. I don't know. Help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplan. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome.